Okay, my degenerate friends, let's talk about the wonderful dark art of gambling. Yes, dancing with the point spread. Going two fists in all the way up to your elbows, wearing farm animal gloves. All right, that was weird. My point is, every game you watch is a little bit more spicy with something on it, you know? That's why you should get dialed in today at mybookie.ag. I've got an account, and you know what? I throw 10, 15, 20 bucks on stuff all the time. That's it. You can even bet less. MyBookie.ag is perfectly legal, and having worked with them for over two years, they are a rare exception of credibility in a sea of fly-by-nighters. And the handful of times anybody has had a problem, they take care of it right away. Why? Because I send one email, and they go, oh, we, we don't want to get this. We'll take care of this. Relax, everybody. You got me backing you up. NFL, college football, NBA, college hoops, PGA Tour, NHL, Premier League, everything but Bush Kazi from Afghanistan, you can bet on it. Right now, my bookie will match your deposit halfway, all the way up to a thousand additional dollars to put in play. Terms and restrictions do apply to bonus dollar matches. Read the website for details. Promo code is ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, to get that additional matching money. Get some sweet action in 2020. MyBookie.ag. You play, you win, you get paid. Today on the ZabeCast, the national championship game was too late for this edition. So if you big mad about that not being in here, well, what can I say? I'll see you tomorrow. Andy Poland joins me. We'll talk Twitter idiots who literally don't know what the hell they're talking about. Cheating in baseball and the hammer of God that wiped out the Astros. All that plus is Tony Romo really worth $14 million a year. Your bonus 30 minutes as Abe is locked and loaded, so buckle up and let's go. Oh, here we go. Tuesday, January 14, 2020. Thank you for joining me. As mentioned, the national championship game was too late for me to effectively recap and analyze we'll do that tomorrow and if you can just sit tight for another day i appreciate it late game eight o'clock start eight o'clock plus and of course these games go long so i'd rather give you the best i can today and we'll deal with that tomorrow speaking of the best i can give you mm, i don't know why i do this sometimes got a couple of emails saying uh this one from jared sullick Zaba, I think I listen to you pretty well. I don't know why you keep calling Nick Bosa of the Niners Kyle Bosa. Can you provide a quick explainer? Is there another Bosa out there that you're thinking of? Sincerely, Jared Selleck. Um, No, I just fucked up. I don't know why I did call him Kyle Bosa. That's uh, it's a brain fart. Maybe it's Kyle Shanahan combined with Nick Bosa. Joey is his brother in San Diego. Maybe every bit is good. It's hard to say. Uh, Nick's been more in the spotlight. He's probably on a better defensive unit. Joey's been hurt this year, missed a good chunk of the season, and uh, the Niners are hot and the Chargers are not. Nick Bosa. Thank you for pointing that out. I don't know what got over me. Uh, Just a bad mistake. Can't make those bad mistakes. Somebody said, have you noticed that this is the 100th anniversary of the league and what could be a possible Super Bowl, Chiefs, and Packers. What was the first ever Super Bowl, Chiefs, and Packers? Hmm, strokes chin. I'm sure the league would love it. Mahomes and Rodgers. I'm sure State Farm would love it. It would be the State Farm Super Bowl. 
I'm sure the league does not want, if they were being perfectly honest, the Titans in there. But I don't think the NFL is yet to the point of massaging or manipulating who goes and who does not go. I said I don't think they're at the point yet. Maybe they'll never get there. I hope not. But I think the Titans have a fair and square shot of going into Arrowhead and winning the game, despite being seven to seven and a half point underdogs. I think Niners are the lesser of the two choices. The Packers would be a better national, but it's the Super Bowl. That's the thing. It's just it's the Super Bowl. We have survived less than name brand Super Bowls before. And it just doesn't matter. It's a cultural institution. We watch pretty much anyone who's in the game, including smaller markets like the Panthers or when the Arizona Cardinals made it. It didn't ruin the games. They were exciting games. They were fun. And when we do get a pedigree matchup of teams, and I think the Packers and the Steelers was maybe the juiciest one we've had in a while in terms of pedigrees, then it's even better. But no, I don't think they're going to have their fingers on the scale. Oh, by the way, the Chiefs ran out of fireworks the other day, uh, or on Sunday, because they had scored so many touchdowns. That's pretty damn funny. When your team runs out of fireworks, you know you're doing pretty good. All right, let's see what Andy Poland's up to tonight. He's getting ready for the national championship game. Sure has plenty of thoughts from the weekend. Hello! Hello, Andrew Poland. You know... If I may gently scold you, what are you Four. doing? What are you doing feeding the trolls on Twitter? <laughs> I see well, you out there. I mean, these I, people. Uh, these people are idiots. For those that don't know, Andy Poland actually went back and forth with some idiot who wanted to argue that Joe Jacoby only started for one year when he yeah. was with the Redskins. Yeah, I mean, first of all, uh, this is for a larger issue. Uh, I was watching pre and post game stuff like everybody else. And so I saw your know, Bill Cower get his uh, word from the enormous David Baker on Friday or Saturday that he was going in the hall of fame. And then Jimmy Johnson on Sunday. And I said, you know, this is great. It's good television. And you got to see Troy Aikman tear up, but it's too much hoo-ha when you should be looking at the bigger issue, which yep. is guys have been overlooked, including Joe Jacoby, yep. who who played on four Super Bowl teams, won three rings, went to four straight Pro Bowls, was regarded as one of the best left tackles of the game when he played. And he played on maybe the most famous offensive line in history. And he's been put by the wayside while you got all this TV stuff going on. So some guy who must be young decides to look it up somewhere and he found something that said Jacoby had only started 26 games during his career. And so I said, you know, this is ridiculous. And then what happened is it's it's kind of fun because what it, it's like dropping an Alka-Seltzer tablet in. You watch the you watch, you watch the you watch the fizz, and then everybody jumped on him, and and then he started to enjoy the attention. So he would he would bubble up from now and you know now and then and say something different. So you know it, it got it, it took on a life of its own. Why do you engage those guys though? Because they're so wrong, you can't even help them. Yeah, I generally don't, but but this one struck a nerve. 
Better. I know Jake. I, I work with Jake. No, I know. And and, then, and I went off yesterday on this. I won't repeat it at any great length, but just to let you know, I said that the fact that they now make this a, a show and they make these candidates hole up in their hotel rooms is gross and wrong. Yeah. Because for every guy who makes it, who you film teary-eyed with the knock on the door, there's guys like Jake who waste their time and get tricked into, oh, maybe this is the year. Fuck you, yeah. people. That's no way to yeah. treat people. They send him there twice. He, he brings his whole family mm-hmm. to the Super Bowl. And, yeah, they got to sit in their hotel room, and there's supposed to be a knock on the door at, like, 7 o'clock. And by 7.15, it's like, eh, we didn't get it. And it's just it's just unnecessary. And I think it's because of this guy, David Baker, who, by the way, if you Google his name, oh. you'll find out. He's, oh. he's been in some serious trouble before. Yeah, he ran for, like, county commissioner, dog catcher, was accused of embezzlement of campaign funds. Yeah, uh, yeah, totally disgraced, and I'm always suspicious of loud suit guy. Yeah, and, and he's huge. So, <laughs> yes, so, he's so, massive. It's it's not that you don't stand out enough. If you're six nine, four hundred pounds, but you put on these bright red jackets and and uh, and and elbow your way onto the set on national television. Yeah. Who needs that? Yeah, I and I fell victim yesterday to uh, getting into way too many arguments on Twitter about microchipping the ball and how it would work and it just infuriates me these armchair idiot engineers they did they throw it out there i just uh i gotta chip in my dog how hard can it be i'm like fucking morons i should just stop i look back at all my tweets yesterday and i think i didn't get paid for any of them why did i do that i changed no minds i solved no problems this wasn't what pop warner had in mind no it was (laughs) Definitely. Well, a lot of things that Pop Warner did not have in mind. Okay, we're gonna uh, we're gonna steer on to baseball. This was a bombshell today. Uh, Major League Baseball and the commissioner Rob Manfred have laid down the law and dropped the hammer on the Astros for their cheating scandal that goes back as far as 2017, if not sooner than that. Didn't they start this Skunk Works program in 2015? I want to say. Yeah, and and you know the two guys who, who got fired today, uh, Lunau, the general manager, and uh, and AJ Hinch, the manager. Apparently, they didn't start it, but they didn't stop it. Is is what uh, right. what what was said? Yeah, I mean, look, cheating's been around forever in baseball, and they as the technology gets better and better, people use it to a different degree. But yeah, that was that was quite a statement by Manfred today. But uh, so- the way he did it. I guess the only thing that I'm a little bit conflicted about is, so what was Hinch supposed to do when he found out this was going on? Yeah, I don't know. You know, I don't really know what he was supposed to do, but uh, somebody had to take the fall for it. And and look, this organization is, is really screwed up. Who is, who is the former general manager who was involved in the in the sexual harassment and and nobody from the organization except Hinch would stand up and say something about it. What sexual right? harassment? The guy, the Taubman who uh, yeah Taubman who, yeah. Well, it's not sexual harassment, Andy. He he said a mean thing to a woman reporter. Well, that's thank that's God. Harassment. No, it's not harassment. Yeah, it was no. She didn't work for the team. He said thank. It- he said thank God we got Osuna really loud. 
Yeah, but he said it in the direction of female reporters who right. were standing around. Yeah. Right, and and she then got all butthurt and went to social media. And, of course, baseball, being so hypersensitive, said, well, someone's going to go down, and it's you. That's not sexual harassment. That was political correctness, but whatever. Yeah, it it, sur- it turns out that that guy, there's nothing. I was when At the time he got fired, I go, dude, he was being an asshole, right? Yeah. And I'm like, you're really going to lose a great job as the GM of a World Series winning team over over peacocking in front of a woman? Like, aha, glad we got Osuna. I don't give a shit if he beats his wife. I'm like, you're really going to risk that? And it was re- representative of the culture there, right? Right, right. But nobody, nobody from the organization would say anything except for Hinch. And what did Hinch say? And Hinch said that's unacceptable. And and he said it in front of reporters. That is true. Yeah, that is true. But uh, so you're saying Hinch is a little bit of a good guy that maybe got wrapped up in this and didn't know how to stop it. Yeah, probably so. And and look, because cheating is such an intrinsic part of baseball, it's it's hard to stand up and go, oh, we can't have cheating going on here. Because once everybody's in on the whole, you know, you'll notice none of the players got fined for this. Right. None of them were punished. And so the whole organ, so the whole team is in on it and you're the manager and the train is rolling down the tracks and you can't just stop it, you know, on a dime and say, okay, that's it. We're not going to do this anymore. Right. Especially if the Astro players are like, hey, I know for a fact that this other team is doing it themselves. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit sympathetic to Hinch because I don't know exactly what he should have done. Call the commissioner, rat out his own players, tell the owner, uh, absolutely say I'm, I'm serious, guys, knock this off, risk losing the team because of it. I don't know. It, it's a weird culture that way with baseball. The thing though that now becomes a question is, and I'm reading a story here: MLB reportedly to impose harsh punishment on Alex Cora for his role in sign stealing scandal. That touches the Red Sox, and it may touch the Yankees. Will baseball dare to clobber both those franchises? Well, I think they're going to come down on Cora. What What about the Yankees? What was the uh, – Someone the said the Yankees might have done it as well. I can't confirm uh. that, but at this point it's still just whispers. But, you know, the, the slime is spreading, obviously. And, of course, right. Cora was the guy that started it. Right. And, and so you had – you had now you had the 19 – the 2017 – champions now been punished looks like the 2018 red Sox are going to get punished are we a hundred percent certain there wasn't any hanky panky going on with the nationals that's the other thing i have not heard anybody say they think that the astros were stealing signs in the world series have you this one but i'm saying i'm saying because you've got the 2017 champions fingered now you've got 2018 with uh, Boston, oh yeah, it's, could could somebody do some digging and say, "Gee, you know what? The, you know that hugging that Strasburg was doing? Yeah, that was the sign to say, you know, whatever." It oh, is. oh, you're saying what if the Nationals yeah. were cheating? Yeah. Oh God, and <laughs> and it was all be and it's all it was all because of replay. Let the poison fruit in the building. Well, yeah, I knew you were going to go there. <laughs> They said that these they said these little watch stations were meant for yeah. replay. I know, I know. And I, I guess know. player development. I think the center field cam said player development. All right, so what can we do technology wise? First of all, we agree that sign stealing of that nature using video is wrong and subverts the intent of the game, right? 
Yeah, but you know, um, or the, no, the one of, well, look, this the nineteen fifty. This came out maybe ten, fifteen years ago. Uh, the, the famous shot heard around the world. Bobby Thompson off Ralph Franco, nineteen fifty one. Uh, the Giants win the pennant. Giants win the pennant. Giants had come from way back. And years later, somebody did a story and they uncovered that it looked like the Giants were guilty of some sign stealing when they made their tremendous surge down the stretch. They had somebody there. So, uh, okay, so they get to this playoff with the uh, with the Dodgers. That's that, you know, in those days they didn't have playoffs, but because the Dodgers and the Giants had tied, they had a best of three series. And the third and deciding game was the Bobby Thompson home run off Ralph Franca. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there, there's, there's the mythology of, of, you know, wow, this is baseball and the joy and the heartbreak. And they showed uh, Branca in the clubhouse with his head hung down. And, you know, he said, Oh, I just made a mistake. I'm so sorry. I let my team down. And, you know, and then, and, and then years later, the, the two of them made a lot of money doing autograph signing sessions together and they would sell baseballs on TV on, uh, on these, uh, uh, home shopping networks yeah. with each, each of their signatures and they became great friends. And then Thompson died before Branca. And in his last years, Branca went around telling everybody they stole signs. I didn't want to say it while Bobby was alive, but they <laughs> stole signs. That's why it happened. So, so we're going back now 70 years, right? you know? So, so all that's happened is the technology got better, but sign stealing in baseball and deciding championships, it's, it's been going on forever. The only difference though, is that if anyone with the tech set up and a system that's created to steal signs can steal them pretty easily because with a powerful enough camera that's zoomed in right at the catcher's nuts to see them fingers going down, that can relate that information in real time. Mm-hmm. That, to me, is an advantage that should not be had. So now the question becomes, do we need to fit the catcher and the pitcher with microphones and earpieces? I think it's coming. I mean, and I think the robo-umpire is coming. I mean, there's a, a lot of things. You know, the, the, the whole aura of John McEnroe was built on him screaming at the umpire. It's obsolete now. Questec, the the the, 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 the Cyclops, way they, yeah, so yeah, the way and they and you and it's 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 no no delay, it's a second. They look at it, no, ball was in, balls out, right, right. So they'll they'll eventually get to that with baseball, I think. Yeah. All right. So is this uh, is this the worst scandal in modern baseball history? Uh, I don't know. Is it worse than the steroid scandal? I don't know. I, I, I don't yeah. know. Is no. it worse? Is it worse than Bonds and McGuire making a mockery? of a home run record that had been revered and idolized and had stood for decades. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the home run number between 1927 and 1961 moved one. And then it moved 10. And yeah. then two years later, it moved <laughs> two more. So uh, I, I always say, in a way, I respect what Bonds did as sort of a Dr. Evil power move where he was so pissed off, basically, at the adulation that McGuire was getting mm-hmm. and Sosa, he's like, well, fuck it. Uh, well, I can do that. He's like, yeah. watch. I'll go take some shit, and then you won't believe what I can do. And he obliterated. It was like in Star Wars where they blow up a whole planet with a laser beam. That's what Bonds did to the record. And I, I look back and I go, son of a bitch, that was pretty amazing. Yeah. Totally I mean, cheating. look. Yeah, but if if in Babe Ruth's time they had something like that, he would have taken it, right? Yeah, 
I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. And there, there's so many championships, and then you're talking college football, college basketball, that you could say it's tainted by cheating. And I almost think yeah. we're getting numb to it now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, look. Chris Weber took money from a street agent, and they had to vacate the two uh, championships they went to. And for years, I went around saying, "Well, yeah, it's." it's but at one of these days, they're going to take away a championship from a team that's actually won one, and then all hell is going to break loose. Well, they did it to Louisville a couple of years ago, and who cares, right? Yeah, I guess yeah. so. While we're on college, real quick, what in the hell is going on with Roy Williams down in Carolina? He said yeah. the other night, he said, my team's just not very talented. I'm sorry to say that. Something no coach should ever say. And after right. they lost to Clemson at home, which broke a amazing what fifty nine game winning streak yeah. against they, Clemson, they had never won there. Never yeah, won at, never. at North Carolina. They right. finally lost. It was like an overtime loss too. Roy said, "You know what? They should probably fire me." Yeah, what, I, what is going on? He uh, he probably needs to do what Bobby Knight and John Thompson did, and that's which is? that's retire at midseason. Okay. Right? Get get out now because he 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 doesn't want to coach the team. He's asking to be fired. Well, they're not going to fire him. He's won national championships there, and th- this is a bad message to the players. The, you know, he's almost quitting on them. It sounds like I think it's so terrible. And you talk well, about tainted championships with the academic scandal at North Carolina. Yeah. So so leave. Get out. Get turn it over to your assistant and. Uh, and don't don't finish the season and walk away now. Yeah. Instead, begging to be fired, it looks terrible. Meanwhile, Antonio Brown had quite a Monday. <laughs> don't know if you saw the video. If uh, you didn't, here it is Fucking right bitch. here. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of my property, you pussies. He's yelling at the cops. Fuck out of here. I love you, Poppy. His I love kids, you. Go ahead and bitch-ass police. Get the fuck three out kids here. are there. He's got three bitch kids with this particular woman you wish you could take who he has an ongoing dispute with, and every time she yeah, comes to pick him up from Dad's house, it's drama about something. Get the fuck out of here, you bum-ass hoe. Yeah. Bitch, try to come to steal. Bitch, you're going to leave in the police car. Fuck out of here. Okay. Hollywood. So, question. Has Antonio yeah. Brown played his last down in the NFL? You know, th- this stuff that's surfacing now, it's hard to believe that the Raiders didn't know something about it. It's hard to believe that the great Patriots didn't know something about it. He's such an unbelievable talent that somebody is just going to be tempted to, to find a way to bring him in. Now, I don't know whether he's going to be on the commissioner's exempt list and not come back, but this is the old, if you can play, right. you can play. The and this Saints, is really pushing it to the limit. The Saints brought him in as recently yeah. as week 15 right. to kick the right. tires. And, they're, right. and they said, we're just doing our due diligence. And I'm laughing, thinking, oh, is this part, you're going to watch this video? Please get the fuck out of here. As your due yeah, diligence? Get out of here. I mean, racist, misogynistic, anti-police, and unhinged. Like, as good as he is, how can you sign that guy? If this is surfacing and this is public, don't you think the teams, when they're checking around, found out some of this stuff? But they're so enamored with his talent. And he is a – I mean, he showed up in New England for one game. What, did he catch like four passes and a touchdown? Yeah. He's he's a terrific player. And Tom but, Tom Brady, whose reputation you would think he would want to keep sparkling clean, 
said he could stay at his house while he got acclimated to the Boston area. Right. So right. Brady is a fucking mercenary, which shouldn't they shock some people. They all they are. All are. I know the, they the, are. the goal is to win. And if you can get one of these, you're going to take it, even if it comes with this kind of baggage. And they and everybody thinks, yeah, 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 he's got a lot of problems, but, but we'll handle it. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, you know, uh, <laughs> oh, God, I was going to say something. Oh, what was I? I lost my train of thought. Yeah, they're all mercenaries, and, and, and you're right. Uh, I, I guess there's no prince. There must be a prince amongst athletes who has ethics and morals and is not well, going to push the envelope. Oh, yeah. Well, you About know. Brady. He's absolutely taking some kind of PEDs, some kind of growth, something illegal that he's eluded. There's no way. There's no way only he has bent the curve on how long athletes and quarterbacks can play without getting broken and ineffective. Well, I mean, look. Nolan Ryan was a power pitcher and an effective one into his mid forties. I think he was 46 when he retired. Um, now maybe he was taking something. I don't know. Well, out, outliers are outliers and maybe yeah. Nolan Ryan probably was an outlier. I, I yeah. just don't believe it on Brady, but, but Breeze is not far behind and he's doing the same right. thing. Maybe now, it is Breeze skinless is chicken and high guy. reps. Yeah. yeah and look, Breeze, his workouts are legendary. Brady has got some kind of yeah, doc, a witch doctor, which he's doing <laughs> so, so, something with. And, no. and he's got these little man boobs that you see when he's on the beach, too, which is really, really yes. another bizarre. They're really not man boobs. I can show you some if you want to see them. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, yes. Yeah, I'm not show talking the real about ones. <laughs> For his level of athlete, they're man boobs. That's All right. Look at Today's episode brought to you by MyBookie.ag, the official online gambling hangout of this, the ZabeCast. More lines on more games than you can imagine, more ways to play, fast payouts, outstanding customer service. MyBookie.ag has an easy interface. You can track your winnings and your bad beats. NFL playoffs are now here. Time to crush it. College hoops, now more upset heavy than ever. So let's clean up on some shockers. In the winter, NBA looks like Lakers, Bucks in June, but hey, we can still make money on any given Tuesday throwing some heat at Grizzlies and Pelicans. <laughs> Sweet action. Promo code right now for 2020 is ZABE. Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo. Get half your deposit matched up to $1,000. Terms and restrictions apply and bonus money. See website for details. You don't have to be some whale like Mr. X and throw around $1,000 a night. You can be a little dink and dunker like me and nobody's gonna know. Or laugh at you. MyBookie.ag. You play, you win, you get paid. Uh, do you know any Raven fans, and how are they taking the brutal evisceration at home and yeah, bouncing from the playoffs? All my in-laws, they're all Raven fans. And they what are they saying? Purple, what are they saying? Well, I've, I've heard rumblings about Harbaugh for years. I mean, they, they've been unhappy sure. with Harbaugh. And, and in this case, you know, A... The, uh, the uh, benching of the players for the last regular season game so that the starters had been out for three weeks before mm-hmm. this game, including the bye, and just not having his team ready to go and being outsmarted by Mike Vrabel. I mean, they he had the right defense yeah. for uh, for Lamar Jackson and was able to contain him. So, yeah, it could be. I mean, it's a, it's a great organization. They've got a great front office. They bring in They bring in top talent. And, you know, maybe he's ridden along. This is this is the thing with Cower. 
I mean, Cowher getting in the Hall of Fame, working one of the best organizations in football, and what he lose three AFC championship games at home. You know, sometimes, you, you know, you got a great car and your driver isn't isn't the best. And Harbaugh might be might not be the answer there. What are the chances Lamar Jackson follows in the footsteps of RG3 and Kaepernick? In other words, they get figured out, they get worn out and then they get thrown out. Well, I, I don't know if RG3 was necessarily figured out. I think he just decided he didn't want to do it their way. And but he Kaepernick, got, he got injured and he got and he was never as fast as he was. When he was as a rookie, that's true. But he didn't. He didn't buy into the into the system. He didn't want to do it the way that Shanahan wanted Fair to enough. do it. And then he butted heads. And then Kaepernick is a little a little crazy. I I see Jackson as a guy. I you know people say, oh well, look at him. He's great regular season. Can't win in the playoffs. Well, the fact he's been in the playoffs two years that doesn't generally happen with a player of his talent because he's drafted higher in the draft and he goes to a bad team. He's going to a good team. Yeah. First year, okay, he wasn't ready. This year, didn't perform well in that playoff game, though he did account for almost 500 yards. Turnovers were bad, I grant you, and not converting on the two fourth and ones was bad. But he, he, I think, is going to be a very good player in this league for, for a while. I think he's going to get better. Kyle versus Matt LaFleur. It is the ex-Redskin <laughs> Coach Bowl. Niners and the Packers. It'll be the second straight year that an ex-Redskin coach is in the Super Bowl because either way, who, no matter who wins, that happens. McVay was last year. Tell oh. me how you feel about this as a Redskin fan. Well, I, I, I think Shanahan is good at producing coaches. Now, we had our issues with Shanahan when he was the coach sure. of the Redskins. But, you know, some, some guys – like there are some coaches like Gibbs really never produced anybody as as coaches, but some guys like Andy Reid and Mike Shanahan have a way of of developing coaches, and that's what they did. I don't, you know, all this. Oh, look who they let get away. Well, I don't think any of those guys would have succeeded in the Redskin organization. Uh, though, though, that's that wouldn't have happened here. But they are good coaches. They'll they'll be good coaches because they were developed by a guy who won two Super Bowls in Denver in a good organization. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, did you see the first footage of Tiger Woods' son, Charlie, hitting a golf yes. ball from yes. far away? What are your thoughts on it? Yeah, I mean, look, I, I don't know about golf, but there are sports where the son becomes better than the father. Now, that's that would be kind of inconceivable in this case. Ken Griffey Jr., or is Ken Sr. better? Ken Griffey Jr., better, yeah. yeah okay. I, yeah, I mean, I think, I think in a lot of cases that – the son, uh, the, you know, Bobby Bonds was a good baseball player. Barry Bonds, you know, pre, even pre-steroids was one of the best. So, I mean, you, you know golf better than I. I mean, is, is it conceivable that he could be Tiger Woods good? Well, there's two angles to it. One was, okay, this is exciting because it's the first footage we've seen of him. He's yeah, 10 like years your tweet. <laughs> He's like seeing Yoda. Baby Yoda for the first time. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But then there was also the insta-sensitive flex from some golf writers saying, I hope this doesn't spoil it for this kid, the pressure and the expectations, and how dare people put this out there for clicks and for likes. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? I mean, you know, I believe Tiger was on the Merv Douglas show at two. Mike Douglas. Mar Mike yeah, Douglas. Merv Douglas. It was Merv Mike. Griffin, and there was Mike Douglas. Correct. What did an you, afternoon show. Can you tell me the difference between the two? Because my vague 70s memories, I was just 
a kid. I don't yeah. remember what what the difference was. Well, they're both singers. Uh, Merv did his show in Hollywood. He was a big suck up to to Hollywood. Oh yes, that's a wonderful <laughs> show. And whereas Mike. Mike did a show in Philadelphia, and it was I think it was always an afternoon show. Merv, I think it was both afternoon, and at one point he tried to go up against Carson and got his butt kicked. But, um, yeah, they both did interview type of shows, you know, like Kimmel does now. And, uh, and yeah, that was – that instead of Ellen in the afternoon, you'd come home and watch Mike Douglas. That's basically it. You know, that that's the difference. Okay. So, well, anyway, yeah. so, so what do you think of people uh, t- cluck, clucking on Twitter saying – you know, it's it's wrong to post Tiger's kids. Oh, stop sweat. it! That that Earl, that happened. Earl, Earl paraded that kid around. I know, and 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 when their, basically their told argument, everybody he's Gandhi. You know? <laughs> their argument is that because Tiger didn't put Charlie out there, you should respect their privacy and not videotape from thirty yards away behind a tree, which is where this video came from. Yeah, well, if you're no. Tiger Woods, that comes with the territory. That's, you know, I know. Not now, what you can do about it. Now, the other part of it, Andy, as a golf nerd, mm-hmm. that swing, oh, oh, oh my. Right, it right. It looks really good. <laughs> right, right. Well, there's there's DNA. You know, I, I, I think my – DNA is real. Sister, I agree. Yeah. DNA yeah. is real, and it is spectacular. Lastly, Tony Romo money. Yes. ESPN yes. reportedly ready to back up the Brinks truck for Romo. What are your thoughts? Well, I think that's that's the one network that would overpay for that because there's a price point for the others. But with ESPN, the NFL is such a big part of it. They pay the they pay the league twice as much as any other network, I believe, to, yeah. to carry their games. So another cost of a you know five to six million dollars extra. Is it really that much of a difference? And here's here's the other enticing thing for Romo, and and, and I, I'm just talking about golf. Isn't he still thinking he can get yeah into, yeah? So so Monday night football doesn't create the problems that Sunday night does. So that if he makes the cut, uh, he he, he does afternoon right <laughs> that he that, that he he could he could conceivably you know play through to Sunday, hop on a plane and do the Monday night game it- right. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know about that. Question, would ESPN ruin Romo? Because they ruin almost everything they touch. They well, bastardize. They like they bastardize everything else. The only thing they the only things ESPN ESPN hasn't ruined is Van Pelt's show, which is coming to DC. Your thoughts yep. on that, by the way? Love that, and I love Van Pelt. I think he's 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 the best talent they have there. Right. So, so. Van Pelt's show has not been ruined by the forces of ESPN mm. and then College Game Day has also not been ruined, but they ruin yeah. everything else. Look at the talking head nonsense shit they put on during the day. It yeah. They have ruined their credibility ESPN. I worry that ESPN would ruin Romo. They would say, oh, now that we're paying you $14 million, you got to do this appearance on Get Up, and you got to debate Stephen A. Smith, and they're going to degrade Romo. Well, or or he has the leverage to say no to that, that he just does the games and, yeah. and that's I it. I think they're going to want their pound of flesh for $14 million a year. $14 fucking million are you kidding me well they, they get, look madden hasn't done games in 10 years he made eight uh you know the times he changed. did and make eight madden yeah yeah Madden made eight and so he's making four now with cbs which has the right to match so if he gets 10 they may do it 
Um, I, I think, I think that we're living in an age now where, where each little rating point means so much money. And if he can bring some eyeballs, cause look, they, uh, they uh, this is the worst pairing that they've had. The, the, the test. That's Booger. the thing. If they hadn't fucked it up so bad, they wouldn't be so desperate. Yeah. And, uh, and, and the other thing I heard, I read, I guess it was Andrew Marshan is they're talking about Dan Shulman, even though he's a baseball and a basketball Ooh. guy doing it. And, and Shulman would do the one thing that, that I think Jim Nance does well. Nance puts the spotlight on Romo. He, he's able to do that. And I think Shulman would do the same thing. He'd be a really good nuts and bolts play-by-play guy, I think. He's got a great voice. He's got a great delivery. He's a total pro. I think that'd be a good broadcast. Well, I think Shulman would be outstanding. I think he's really, really good. Yeah. Great deep voice. Doesn't make mm-hmm. it about himself. Right. He knows how to punch up a play without making it cheesy and game show-ish. Mm-hmm. Which is the case with uh, Tessator. Tessator. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That could be a good one right there. Yeah. All right, Andy. Enjoy the national championship game. I hope you can stay up late enough to see it finish. You know, these college games run damn near four hours, eight o'clock start. Yeah. Good luck to all of us, right? Yeah, well, as I've said, the, the best sporting event I've, I've seen live was the Texas USC Vince Young game, which is, I think, 2006. So I, I, I usually devote a lot of time to this game. I try to hang. You don't think Clemson beating Alabama three years ago on a last-second pass to Hunter Renfro was every bit as good? That was great, but I just just uh, watching it with my son, and I said, if Texas gets the ball back, Vince game Young over. is going to score yeah. the touchdown and win, and he did. He was unbelievable that night. All right, very good, Andy. We'll talk to you next week, brother. Thanks. Bye, Zach. See you, man. What have I said about Twitter? It's a 280-word resignation letter. It is not to be fooled around with. No humor can be had on Twitter. And if you are of any position in society, if you have any serious job, then even more so, you should just log the hell off. Babson College has fired an administrator who joked about U.S. cultural sites Iran could target in response to a tweet by Donald Trump. Oh, boy. Ashin Fanzi, 39, that's his name. Ashin, A-S-H-E-E-N, Fanzi with a P-H who had been the school's sustainability director. Oh, what a great position that is. Sustainability director. Apologized for a bad attempt at humor, but still lost his job. That's another thing. Don't apologize. Doesn't work. Fanzi has since deleted his Facebook account, but his post on Tuesday was apparently a response to President Donald Trump's tweet, warning that if Iran escalates, they could retaliate by hitting 52 Iranian targets, including sites of cultural importance. In Professor Fanzi's tweet, or in his Facebook post, he said, well, here's a list of beloved American heritage that he could bomb, like maybe the Mall of America or the Kardashian residence. Now, in another day and age, if you said those at a cocktail party, it's like, ah, yeah, I get it. These are things that are, quote, cultural to America, but these are real potential targets for terrorist acts. These are real people, the Kardashians, even if you think they're a joke. And you're a, a real professor, even at a shitty little college named Babson College. So, yeah, no. No, this is not going to be good. 
A day earlier, the college said it had suspended Fanzi over his post that clearly does not represent the values and culture of Babson College. I would have thought he might have survived because most colleges are heavily uh, liberal and leftward-leaning, and they would have found a way to say, okay, that was out of bounds, but okay, don't do that. I said Twitter, it's a resignation. I mean, it could be, it could have been a tweet, but it was a Facebook post. It's the same damn thing, people. No joking on the internet. Even jokes that I sort of get, like, ha-ha. But especially not when there's a real possibility that a crazy-ass regime is going to try to kill Americans in response. Not just around the world, but here as well. Eh, you probably shouldn't joke about that. All right, that'll do it for me today. Thank you so much for listening. Have yourself a great Tuesday. I hope you enjoyed the national title game. It was too late for me to comment on on this Zabecast. We'll do more on it tomorrow once it's all said and done and the dust settles. Tell a couple friends, rate and review. It helps the algorithm. I appreciate each and every one of you. Have a great Tuesday, and we will see you next time. Okay, my degenerate friends, let's talk about the wonderful dark art of gambling. Yes, dancing with the point spread. Going two fists in all the way up to your elbows, wearing farm animal gloves. All right, that was weird. My point is, every game you watch is a little bit more spicy with something on it, you know? That's why you should get dialed in today at mybookie.ag. I've got an account, and you know what? I throw 10, 15, 20 bucks on stuff all the time. That's it. You can even bet less. MyBookie.ag is perfectly legal, and having worked with them for over two years, they are a rare exception of credibility in a sea of fly-by-nighters. And the handful of times anybody has had a problem, they take care of it right away. Why? Because I send one email, and they go, oh, we, we don't want to get this. We'll take care of this. Relax, everybody. You got me backing you up. NFL, college football, NBA, college hoops, PGA Tour, NHL, Premier League, everything but Bush Kazi from Afghanistan, you can bet on it. Right now, my bookie will match your deposit halfway, all the way up to a thousand additional dollars to put in play. Terms and restrictions do apply to bonus dollar matches. Read the website for details. Promo code is ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, to get that additional matching money. Get some sweet action in 2020. MyBookie.ag. You play, you win, you get paid.